What's up and welcome back to episode 83 presented to you by Boot Crew Media and Company Burger located on 4600 Ferret Street. It is the home of your last place in the Western Conference, New Orleans Pelicans. My name is Justin Napoli alongside Ross Tivano. Ross, before I get into this, this show is brought to you by DraftKings. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code PPT. Bet just $5 on any NBA team to win their game, and you will win $200 in free bets. If they win, you win with promo code PPT this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an authorized sports betting partner of the NBA. Must be 21 or older. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, um, Pelicans lost last night, uh, and that wasn't the main story. And we're gonna get, we're gonna dive into that, but we're gonna talk about the whole Zion Williamson situation as well. Joined here with Ross Tivino. Ross, what's going on today, brother? Just a, another week in the life of a uh, of a Pels fan here. You know, I, you, I know we're in last place, but <clears throat> we're only four. We're, we're only four and nine at home. Much worse on the road. What are we on the road? Have we? What are we on the road? Like four, I think we're four and twelve on the road, four and nine at home. I mean, I'm looking for any sliver here. You know, I'm, it's it's, anything. Dude, it's it's been so hard to be positive, and I'm trying to like I, I've really tried to be positive this year, um, and it's just hard right now. And and you know, I want to talk about a little bit about the game last night. And listen, man, they they bow their ass off for three quarters, and then it, it, it eventually just it runs. It's the same way every time, right? The team loses every. They battle their asses off. They play hard. They want to win. They don't necessarily know how to win yet, but they want to win. Like I, I, this is way different from last year. But eventually, they just run out of talent every single time. So like last night, they're down one, uh, going into the fourth. I, I fire off a tweet. I said, "Hey, Pelicans are playing hard, but these next three to five minutes will define the game." Because this is where Brandon Ingram gets his break. He plays the whole third quarter. He's kind of getting into a good groove. He's basically taking over the game, being the all star that he is. Literally goes out the game. Spurs going seven zero run. And I, and I, and I, in the tweet, Ross, and I want to like get your thoughts about it too. I said, somebody needs to step up. Nobody stepped up. No, no. Yeah. And, it, and, and look, it's, it's the same story. Obviously I mean, blasted the Pistons, but the game before that against the Nuggets, same thing. Just, I mean, played great down the stretch and just run out of gas late in the fourth quarter. Do you think <laughs> you kind of can't put a team like that away? Talent. Well, well, I don't know. I, yeah, I, it's, I think it's yeah. all – I sort of just lump all of that the same because what happens is B.I. starts to, you know – yeah, I mean, I guess it's run out of talent, right? Because there's times in the game where you need someone else to just step up. I mean, Valanchunas is playing his ass off out there, but he he's not the yeah. type of guy that, hey – you know, everybody get out of the way. We got to get a bucket. We got to win this game. I don't know. Like, that's not him. Um, and there's just times where you need another really good player to close out those games. I mean, whether, and it doesn't like people, I, I don't say that to mean we need like another guy that you can just dump the ball to, to go get a bucket. It's more of just, you need another really good player to help. Maybe it's a defensive stop, right? Maybe it's a big rebound. Maybe it's a, a, a guy that stands out there knocks down open look. You know, it's a it's a whole it's a litany of different things. It's not just like oh, we need another superstar, right? We need Zion back. We need all this. like we're in these games without Zion. Um, and right. so you know, whatever we'll talk about him in a little bit, but like he ain't coming back. So we got to figure out how to win games with what you have. And I think 
that's we're we're in that sort of to your point in that mold right now. Like how, how can how do we convert these close losses to W's? So I mean, look, it's a learning curve. Willie Green, I think, is. I mean, I, I, we we questioned some of the rotation stuff a few weeks ago, but I, I think he's doing it from a morale perspective. He's been fine with all this. Sh- you've got to figure out how to win these games, right? We don't have Zion. He's not coming back. How can you convert these close losses to wins? Right. With, with the players you have, and 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 we the Nuggets, we had a really good chance to win that game. I thought that would have been huge, but the most important thing for me is that the team is still together, right? Yeah. If you go watch, this is a totally, totally – last year we would go into huddles and people would not look at Stan Van Gundy. <laughs> they would go sit there and pout on the bench or look pissed off or there was no togetherness, there was no continuity. It, it just is a to- – it doesn't right. feel like that, right? We're at the – like I'm at the game. Like I see, I see what's going on. Like it just is a different morale feeling with the team. That's That's – unquestionably positive sure that's a good thing whether you're winning or losing like that, you have to have that to take the next step don't you i mean you've coached a ton of basketball if, if the team all hates each other and they don't want to be there and they're grumpy and everything else like it just doesn't convert to wins for the most part i like that we're building that i would love to see a few more wins but i mean you're going to be hamstrung now we, yeah. we everybody saw the zion news we sort of i think you know, we foreshadowed this, but we are where we are. And so, you know, what's the next step? Yeah. And, and the next step, and you bring up some good points, right? And so that's why I think last year's it, this feeling this year is a lot different than last year. Last year was just miserable. This is more frustrating, right? Like you want them to win. They play hard. They show up every night usually. And, and Willie's, it, it, they're fun to cheer for. They weren't fun to cheer for last year. They, they don't have like any no. Bledsoe on the team. Like I'm pretty hard on Sadoransky, but Sadoransky isn't even close to the <laughs> Eric Bledsoe level of hate. So. Oh God! So they're fun to watch, and I enjoy watching them. But to your point, like we we always run out of talent, and, and I'm looking at it, and we're going to answer some fan questions. But Devonte Graham going three of, three of eleven um, from the field last night, two of six from deep. He's starting to struggle a little bit. Um, Josh Hart's great, but he's you know we've talked about this on this podcast multiple times he's not a 33 minute guy uh that's not his role his role is like 20 to 22 minutes energy off the bench and he's being slid into a spot now because we don't who do you turn to right you, you, Sadoransky Nikhil Alexander Walker's been kind of a disappointment this year um and then to my next point Ross is Trey Murphy you know we're eight and 21 we, we talked about this last year and you had already mentioned it two weeks ago we go with Kyra Lewis and he started to get playing time then of course he pops his ACL um and I didn't. I actually didn't mention that in the pocket. Like prayers up for Kyra Lewis. I, I feel so bad for the kid. I was there. It was just. Yeah. It was just so disheartening because he was playing some good basketball. He really was. He was. He was that, that's, that was. That was tough. So I, I didn't want to, you know, go on without saying that. But to Ross, I mean, what am I missing here? Number seventeen overall. Uh, listen, maybe he's struggling. Maybe he's not getting defensive assignments. Maybe he's soft. Maybe he's um, a little bit in the doghouse. But at the same time, man, uh, you're eight and twenty-one. I, there's no point in playing Garrett Temple and Sadoransky 13 minutes and 17 minutes and your number 17 overall pick playing five. Like you talked about this last year. I'm gonna let you go here, but we're not 16 and nine. You know, we're eight and 21. At what point does 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 Willie say, all right, screw this, let's get Trey in, let's get him 20, 25 minutes a night. That will be my goal and live with the results. Very frustrated about this a couple weeks ago. I- 
I think after the new year, you'll probably see it. You know, I don't know if they were holding out hope that Zion would come back. You know, I, I think there was probably more learning for Trey than than maybe we suspected. Just because he played so well in summer league, I think we all got too excited. And and I truly thought that he could come and hang out on the perimeter and knock down open looks outside of Zion and be out. I, like I I thought I, I thought that I at the time we didn't know that Zion wasn't going to play. And so he's the type of guy, and we we it's hard to he's a rookie. Like it's just hard for rookies that are like that to, to be really successful right away. I I think in the second half of the year, especially now with some uh, at least some clarity, right. On on this ion situation, I think you'll see, I think you'll start to see him play more. Um, I think you'll see him kind of play just uh, more two, more three and more four, just to get him on the court. Um, But you know, it, it, it's it's hard because my gut tells me that the plan for him coming in was spread the floor. I mean, there, there wasn't going to be like Zion, a lot yeah. of yeah. – Yeah, there wasn't going to be a lot for him offensively other than hang out in the corner, spread the floor, knock down shots. And for the most part, he has made he shot the ball okay from deep. 38%. Um, and I think that's why Devontae Graham – and I think that's why Devontae Graham is, str- looks a, you know, is, a, is struggling a little bit. Those guys were brought in to – hang out on the perimeter, spread the floor. There wasn't going to be a huge offensive burden in the game plan for them in preseason. Well, that all went to shit. So I, I think the uh, the learning curve for, for Trey Murphy was bigger than we expected because I think when when Zion didn't play, there was probably there was more opportunity on the table that he wasn't ready for. My hope is that is that he's learning something. That I, I think that's the most important part is that Hey, look, even though you're not playing a bunch of minutes, and I wish he was, you need to be learning something. Can I, can I cut and in? So watch Garrett Temple, watch some of these guys play, and, oh, no, and hopefully after the All-Star break, we start to see more. I'm, I'm with no, you. It's, like, frustrating. I, it's frustrating. I, and I understand what you're saying, but come on, man. Like anything with life, like you got to do it to learn. I, I, I talk about like, – yeah. Me and you didn't know how to do a fucking podcast a year and a half ago, but guess what? We kept doing it, and we learned, and we got better. Now, is it, am I comparing us to an yeah. NBA basketball player? No, but – learn like I, last night he got backdoored i think early in the maybe late in the first or early in the second good now he knows to learn now he knows how to snap and turn now like yeah and, and you know the other part is maybe maybe there's an expectation coming from virginia because I, I i truly think his problem has not been on offense i mean he's, he's a no. rookie i mean they're gonna make shots they're gonna miss shots defense. whatever who gives a shit it's defense and i think my hunch is that coming in from Virginia, I, I think they probably expected him to be more sophisticated defensively than he's shown us. Yep. And that you know as well as I do, that's the shit that pisses off NBA coaches. Yep. You come in, you get back door, they're like, man, look, pardon my language. Yeah. But I mean, I, I, all the time, they'll live with some bad shots. They'll live with that. They'll live with a bad shooting night. They'll live with, you know, going in the paint and, and not really going up strong. That's all stuff, hey, as you get bigger and stronger and a little more aware of how defenses are going to play, all that good stuff. Like, they're just not going to tolerate either lack of effort on defense or just not knowing what the hell you're doing. And I, I think that's been the bigger surprise and that's why he hadn't played a lot. And so hopefully that, that's what I mean by I hope he's learning a little bit. Yeah. Just, and then you give look, us a little bit on the, give us a little bit on the defense. Look what Herb Jones, Herb Jones is, is, a, is a nothing on offense. <laughs> he's a nothing on offense right now. And hopefully he becomes something on offense, but right now he's a nothing and he's playing a shitload and he's, he's been impactful in games, but it's because he's giving you everything on defense. Yeah. And, I mean, that, that's just learn, and this is what I mean. Learn something. Learn something and change. 
right? That's sure. That's all I can expect. Okay, well, let's start giving more of 10, 15 minutes. Like, like get back door a couple of times. Like, I understand that, but these are rookie mistakes, uh, man. You, like, I, I, I know, but the, but the point is, like, I hear you, and I do, and I and I don't necessarily disagree. But if you got backdoored last week and you come in and you get backdoored in your first five minutes again, I'm probably pulling you out too. Because to me, you're not you're not learning. You, that's like, fair. That's all part of it. It's fair. That's all part of it. And so I think what they want to see is progression. And that's fair. Uh, He's got to show progression. That's fair. At the same time, can he get more than five minutes? He needs to be getting more than like, five minutes. But it's coming. I mean, there's nobody else to pull listen, it. Like, he no, I, I understand. And like to pull him after getting back door, that's fine. Completely understand. But don't just give up on him. Like, get him back in there. No, like, I, hey, yeah. go talk to, you know, Collins or go talk to, you know, Casey Hill or whoever, you know, mm-hmm. runs, or I'll go talk to you and like, hey, you got to understand the snap and turn there. You guys, you know, you got to see the back door. You got to be in weak side help. One of those things. You, you don't pull somebody out and then just sit them the rest of the game. That's not learning. I'm sorry. It's just not learning. It's, it's no, not I'm learning. With you. So, you're, you're right. You're right on that. You're right on that. And, and, and we're at a spot with the roster where, like, hey, we just don't, I don't think we have the luxury of not playing, like, of not playing. Who else are you going to put in? I mean, we don't Stephen Stephen Offner is going to be playing small <laughs> forward for us here in two weeks. If I do it for free, um, do we have the worst backcourt in the league? Uh, I'd have to I'd have to probably Between think about that Nod, for a second. Orlando's, Orlando's backcourt is pretty Hart. shit, but yeah, it, Josh Hart's been great. I'm, this bad. isn't like I'm not trying to be a dick to Josh Hart, but like, I mean, Nod's been playing okay as of late, but it's just there's no guard play and that's the problem you mentioned earlier in this podcast there's nobody that can create separation like even brandon ingram he's not a guy that's like gonna take you off the that's not his really his game his game is more coming off pin downs hitting 15 footers spotting up for three and then taking to the rack kind of thing but there's not a guard we haven't had a guard we talked about this that can create their own shot Devontae graham can't create his own shot like like literally no ball screen like one-on-one i'm going downhill i'm gonna beat my man you yeah, have- that, that, his one-on-one game is usually going to get you a, a step back three or something like that. But uh, I mean, I, I don't, those are just not things like those are not so surely we looked for it in the offseason. I mean, they, they tried to get guy. It, it just is not. Was Naw supposed to be that? I, I think the expectations, I think they expected Naw to take another step up. And I think he, he, I think you're seeing the type of player he is. Um, and that's not a bad thing. I think he's a, I think at this point in his career, He's a real solid bench guard. I like Devontae. I don't think he's a starter. But he's like McKillop. He's a starter of Zion's there. Yeah, that's fair. That's it's hard because we're looking at the guys on the periphery. And like every role player is not the type like they're a role player for a reason. Yeah. They're not a star. They're not a guy that you expect to go to go do things that are out of their sort of wheelhouse. Like we got Devontae Graham to go, in my opinion, be a little bit of a, a combo guard, but mostly to hang out there and knock down wide open threes, which he has done throughout his career. Go look at his corner three number. Yeah. He's, that's what he's done. We didn't get Devontae Graham. We, we got Devontae, like we didn't get him to be like, hey, you're our lead guard. Go run this entire offense. Like right. that's not what he, that's not his. That's not what we. I don't want him doing that. So this team, so yeah, this team doesn't work when he starts final. doing it. Like these are the results you're going to get. I, I don't. I, it's just unfair to me to. It's unfair to me to to consistently criticize guys that that in my opinion are role players, when we're asking them to do more. Like, I, yeah, 
let me um let me get to this Ross uh by the sniper project 360 we absolutely need to trade for a guard we're gonna get to that a little bit later here we do uh but when you're eight and 21 I mean oh sorry when you're eight and 21 um there's not much more you can really do um and then um let's let's get to the what I've been wanting to talk about me and you and Steven been texting all day yesterday about this but uh let's bring up a, a tweet from uh jake madison our friend over there on locked on pels jake madison was talking with somebody yesterday um and had dropped a bomb and this is it so what about him he's talking about zion here what about him skipping rehab workouts what about him falling asleep during film sessions last week or um wow i my when i first saw it i kind of had to do like a little little bit of a double take um and i wanted to dive into this kind of I don't, the film session thing doesn't really necessarily bother me. It's annoying from a coaching standpoint. Like if I was a coach, it would bother me as a fan, like eh, whatever. Uh, He's not really playing. We see him doze off on the bench. He's just, he's a kid, right? He's immature. The skipping the workouts, um, Ross, you've, uh, you've played, you know, division one, you've, you played the highest level when you're that age, um, and you're hurt, and it's a serious injury. Let's let's call it a spade a spade. It's a foot injury, and he he's two eighty five plus, right? That's that's a serious injury, and there's a report coming out that you're skipping rehab workouts. Has he done everything to get back on the court? Because when you see that kind of stuff, and this is Jake Madison, this isn't like some you know guy that has no idea. What this is Jake Madison, who's pretty credible with his sources. Um, when someone's saying. Zion's skipping rehab workouts and you hear all this weight gain and all this different kinds. Is he taking this seriously? Is, is oh, I, don't, I, don't, I, think, I think there's, yeah, I Go think ahead. there's no, I think there's no question that he hasn't taken this, this as serious uh, as needed. I mean, we, you, let's just, let's be honest here for a second, right? It, coming in the way he looked, I don't foot surgery or not. You can swim, you can ride a, a, a bike and stuff. I think him coming in, looking the way he did, answered that question two months ago this guy wasn't it zion is not attacking rehab the way you see other star athletes attack rehab it just he just hasn't i mean i and we had heard some of this we had heard some of this a a week or two when he got here and it was like it's a it's a it's a bad look i think for everyone right Yes, the, the Pelicans have to find a way. Zion has to grow up. Okay, we've been saying that for for three months now. He, it, it's time to grow up. You are a professional superstar athlete. You need for your own good, right? Like, don't don't ruin a career because this shit will linger. Foot stuff will linger. Knee stuff will linger. Don't don't lose don't lose years off your career by just not taking rehab serious. That that's a bad. That's a bad personal decision for himself. Okay. Yeah. The franchise, you gotta find a way to hold this guy accountable. That was my you, you gotta ahead. find a Go way. Go ahead. I, you you have got to find a way to hold him accountable, whether he in New Orleans uh, because uh, I'm tired of Orleans. We don't right. It, it, we, it, like when he leaves, he, we don't know whether he's playing basketball. There was a for a while they were, apparently they they didn't have a lot of contact with him in the offseason. Fuck that. It, 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 this guy's a superstar on a the highest level in this league. You, you find a way to hold him accountable. He, he's we've we've seen now over a year and a half, two years, even basically even from when we drafted him to when he came in. Right, he needs he needs help, 
and I don't mean help in a, in a negative way. He needs guidance is, is the right word. And right now he's clearly I, not getting proper there? guidance. Go. So um, great points you make because uh, I don't think he's taking rehab seriously either. But when you say guidance, and this is why I think that Griffin threw the bags at Kyle Lowry and Chris Paul this year because his team has really missed a leader, right? I don't think anybody, and to your point, Ross, I don't think anybody's calling him out. I don't think anybody's challenging him. Because right, Willie Green's a first-year coach, rookie coach. Garrett Temple, you think you think Garrett Temple's going to challenge Zion? What you think? Yeah, Thomas, I, I don't see, and we're we're on a different, we're on a little bit of a different wavelength with that because I, I don't look to other players. When well, hold up for that well, guidance. When you say the guy, I'm talking about. Wait, hold up. When you say hold accountable, who should hold him the accountable? organization? So David, the Griffin? organization, so like which the structure? Absolutely, the, the head coach, coach. the the. Do whatever you got to do. I mean, I don't know all of the the means necessary for an organization to hold a guy accountable. Sometimes it's just bringing it up. Hey, Zion didn't show up in the shape we were ready. It, it, we're we're going to work on that. This is some in the off season. Don't take no for an answer. Hey, look, man, we're not going to have you come in looking, you know, the way you've looked and not ready to play. Like, what can we do? It's a conversation, right. and part of it is relationship. We've got a David Griffin clearly does not have the relationship with Zion that he needs. That's part of it. But there has to be a structure in place for this guy. He's just too young and too valuable to allow this to happen. It, it, put something in place for him to succeed. Yeah. What does that look like, right? And, and I don't. And, and I, I, look, I've said this. I think it's past the point. David Griffin cannot do this anymore because I think that relationship, for whatever reason, right? I won't go into all the bullshit, but is tarnished. Yeah. I don't think what he's saying is it means nothing to Zion. And, right, point. Exactly. You got to get a new voice in there if you want a new Zion. So take that for what. So from Jamal, if Zion won't accept qualified guidance, then you know what should be done with him. The only thing you can do is fine him. I, there's not much more. Like you can't put him in jail. Like there's not much more you can do. But to Jamal's credit here, he's yet to be publicly called out like yesterday. Mm-hmm. That's the first time since Zion Williamson's been here. There's been some things with the bubble. It's been under the, you know, Christian Clark had the whole, you know, uh, piano thing and and um, that kind of information. But this is the first time a media member has called out Zion Williamson. It was kind of like a oh shit kind of moment. And I think that's kind of how you maybe might turn the table. I, like I, I think so too. I, I think that it's, someone has to be. And, and who knows? Maybe this that was leaked to Jake, and it was like, hey, like get this shit out there because we don't know what else to do. The, the guy has got to be held accountable at this point. You, you are making a yes. lot of money to play basketball and you are a superstar. Like don't, it, get serious about it, man. It, because at this point, honestly, sure. I, I mean, I'm sure they could trade him, but, but you're hurting your own value, bud. Right. I, some people have like, you know, does he not like New Orleans? He's like trying to get out. It's like, well, you don't, you don't eat your way out of New Orleans. You don't gain. But all of this, ha- and I go back to the, this is the most frustrating thing. All of this happened when he wasn't here. Oh yeah, I know. Like it's I, not like sure he might have been a problem with the. I don't know if any of that's true or not. He but doesn't all have of a this problem. stuff happens when he's not here. And he showed back up to the bubble looking a certain way. He showed back up here hurt and looking a certain way. This shit didn't happen when he's in New Orleans. No. Everybody's like, oh, he went to New Orleans and blah, blah, blah. That's, not And here. that's why I get so pissed here. off with the whole Jalen Rose and I, I tweeted something, this whole Stephen A and the whole Jalen Rose bullshit. And this is like Stephen A has the right to say Stephen A was like, hey, I don't really have facts, but I don't, Zion won't be there in two years. But when when like Jalen Rose is like, hey, Seattle, New Orleans is going to move to Seattle. Like, fuck that, dude. Like, it's, fuck that. Okay. Like, 
that should piss you off as a fan. Like that pisses me off. Right? This isn't our fucking fault. This is a, the city is. I talk with fans every single day on this on Twitter. The city's got the support. I, I don't want to hear that bullshit. Okay, people show Have up to the games. Have you ever seen? Have no. you? I mean, yeah, the the whole. Go to the Have Portland series. Have you ever seen anything? Have you ever seen anything like what happened when Zion was drafted? Ever in the history of anything? Fold Alley. I'm talking about they threw a fuck. It was a it was a two month celebration here. The guys the guy shows back up tomorrow wanting to play basketball. The, the guys loved beyond. I mean, I've never seen anything like it. If, I, if, if you don't want to play in that, then what do you want? I mean, it's they're not just trying to get him to bigger you, want, you want to say this? You, it, yeah, and that, that's all fine and good. You want to go to New York? They're going to eat his ass alive for the <laughs> shit that see? he's doing what for what he's doing down here. They're going to fucking see? eat you alive. Did you see? So be careful uh, what you wish for. After the Saints, after the Saints beat the Jets yesterday, or the, or the Times, or not the Times, the New York Times has Loserville with the two head coaches. Zion win last the second in New York. Like, like, listen, down here, when this team is good, I think Will Hayes uh, tweeted this a couple of days ago. When this team's good, they're 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 supported. People come. <laughs> Look at the last two playoff appearances. Portland was incredible. That that atmosphere was awesome. Even when we got swept by Golden State in 2012 or 13, you were at the games. That shit was mm-hmm. awesome too. It's like the, the answer isn't, oh, just move to Seattle. Zion wants out. Like it's bullshit. Zion's got to yeah, grow up. Good. Zion's got to take care of his body and he's got to take rehab series. Okay. He's not doing it. I don't know. I'm sorry, but I have to lean and take, you know, to believe Jake here. I, you could be like the Zion stand and everything like that. If he's skipping rehab, workouts that's a problem he needs to be called out he needs to be held accountable you're right and is there any the only way to hold him accountable is for a public figure to necessarily call him out now you don't have the veteran Brandon Ingram, Brand ingram's a mute and that's okay Jonas valanciunas okay eh. garrett temple thomas sadaransky who's gonna call him jose alvarado there's nobody it's in the organization not their out. job like it's not it's their not their job, job to to for, for to to be monitoring Zion's progress on rehab, like right. Zion wants to skip practices. Hey, somebody ask a question like, "What do you think about Zion skipping practices?" Then you give an answer. Like it's not Brandon Ingram's job to be like, "I don't fucking know what Zion was doing at rehab." It's not even like I'm on the court, I'm practicing, I'm in film, and so like I don't know what he's doing. I'm assuming right. he's doing his job. That's fair. Like that's it, fair. It, that stuff is not on the players for me. That's on. Whoever the fuck is in charge of the rehab, we don't know where Zion was. And I'll tell you, it, it, ain't, it ain't the Pelicans because, you know, that that whole rift. That's another thing with the whole Zion camp. They don't trust Aaron Nelson. Meanwhile, Aaron Nelson's, like, rehabbed some of the greatest athletes ever back to back to, back to to health. I mean, Amari Stoudemire, Steve Nash. There's a reason why he wins awards year in and year out, and you're telling me Zion Williamson's not going to believe Aaron Nelson? There's just – there's this whole disconnect, and maybe it starts with David Griffin. Um I don't want to talk about Zion anymore. Let's get to fan questions. Uh, let's start it off. Let's go rapid fire. Joey, um, at Pelican fl- can fly 23. I actually met this guy uh, last week. Pretty nice guy. Um, it's cool meeting these these fans, these random fans. Like, so, so shout out, yeah. Joey. Um, does the Zion news make us buyers or sellers at the deadline? Also news on how hot Griff's seat is. Kind of talked about that. We're going to be sellers no matter what. We're not going to be buyers. There's no point. Yeah, I wouldn't think so. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know what we'd sell, but yeah, we're not we're not sell we're not buyers. Uh, and I think Griffin's seat is like is on fire. Is you think he's out? Yeah, bad. Okay. I mean, 
yeah, I, yeah. that's I don't, yeah, I don't three years. It's been, a, it's been a mess since he's gotten here. So I wouldn't be surprised or shocked yeah. if Griffin was fired. Yeah. Um, thanks, Joe. I yeah, appreciate maybe. the question. Uh, at Don Morvici on Twitter, um, who despised the Pelicans Wars NBA officiating of the national media? This is a great question. Uh, I, you got to say the national media. The whole national media. Stephen one a, question. Yeah. The Stephen A. Jalen Rose bit was not. It was disgusting. It was disgusting. It, it pissed me off. So, thanks for the uh, for the question. So, at Hirsch underscore Heaty five. Do you think that at this point we are past the building for the future status? And that's your it, it really and is. I, I, and I wish. I wish they would. Uh, yeah. So, anyways, um, yeah, building for the future. I I hate that we're young right now. Um, and that I think that's kind of like a bit of our problem, right? We need some some vets that are pretty productive. Ross, you back with us? Yeah. Yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah. Go ahead, brother. Yeah. So I, I I'm with you. I, I think the um, we we sort of said that, right? Remember year one, year two, everybody's like, oh, take it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. The whole like, well, we're not. These guys aren't even close to their peak yet. Remember, we threw a big fit about that. How much better do you think they're going to get? We, we had this conversation. We did this for a whole year. Wait for the future. Wait two, three years when this. this. Yeah, I, we're losing Ross there. So I'll just go with it. Um, yeah, so we'll get back to Will Wade's bag, man. Assuming our pick for Graham turns to a second side. Do you see us uh, patching that Lakers pick to get another NBA player using one or both? Picking the draft again. Um, since Hayes and Naw haven't fully panned out, this is Will Wade's bag, man. Yeah, I mean. Listen, I, I think that it hasn't been really a fair rap for Devontae Graham uh, just yet. You know, I got to see this team with Zion, and I don't think we're going to see him. I, I don't think we're going to see Zion at full health this year, and it sucks, man, because I do think Trey Murphy and Devontae Graham paired with, you know, Zion, B.I., and J.V. are, are pretty deadly because you can space them out um, and things like that. So that's just it's just frustrating right now. Uh, but I appreciate your question. Pelicans, Cole. Pelicans, Columbia, I would love to hear you analyze the uh, possibilities of the top four pick that we will surely have next year. Given what we have seen of Zion, wouldn't it be valid to think about continuing to build through the draft? Um, as a uh, – I think we got Ross back here. Uh, as a um, small market team, you have to build through the draft, right? And um, I just – I think we're so young right now. and I think that's what's the most frustrating part about this whole thing is that – you look at the roster and we're so young and they don't know how to win. And, and, and there's, you're going to go through those rookie mistakes, right? Like we just talked about Trey Murphy of making those rookie mistakes on the defensive end. And it's just going to be a uh, speed bump after speed bump after speed bump. I think you got to get a little bit older and not younger, to be honest with you. Now, if you get a top four draft pick this year, obviously you're going to take that, but maybe you patch it, package it up into some other valuable vet that can come in here be productive, like Jonas Valanciunas is a great example. But Garrett Temple and, T- and Sadoransky are not the answer. So um, I think you got to get older, then you have to get younger. Ross, go ahead. Yeah, going back to that last question, um, I, we, we talked about that for a long time, right? The whole you wait for next year, right? wait for next year, wait for next year thing. There's no time to wait. I mean, the, the door opened, you, you got to run through it. Um, I just don't know how we make a. I don't know at this point in the season or even this year how or why we make a move. Yeah, so tough. So Pelicans door dasher, uh, two part question here: Which player would be a better target for the Pels, uh, Ben Simmons or De'Aaron Fox, and what would it cost to get us that player? Um, I feel like I'm, I'm I'm on 
my own island. I love Ben Simmons. Uh, I don't know how you get him. I think Brandon Ingram has to be part of that pack, and I would never, ever, ever do that, by the way. De'Aaron Fox is more interesting. Uh, clearly, I think, uh, you know, I think I saw a tweet from a couple of, from a couple like Devin Mitchell was uh, closing over De'Aaron Fox. I think he's gettable. What would it take to get him? I don't necessarily know. I think it's going to be a couple first rounders. I think you have to include Naw Hayes, whatever. That, that's fine. I would get anybody up besides Herb Jones, Ingram, JV, Zion, and Trey to go get De'Aaron Fox. I would. I don't know if you agree with me. Maybe you do. Maybe you don't. But I would. That's what I would do with De'Aaron Fox. Um, try to get Ross back in. He's having some uh, technical difficulties, so it's tough. Uh, Dom Lewis, why is Griff refusing to make moves knowing we need offensive help? What players should we target? Why give Sato these minutes knowing it's not working out? Man, that's a tough question, Dom. Um, I, I don't know what other moves you can necessarily make right now. You're 8-21. and 21. You don't really have any assets, right? Jackson Hayes is not an asset. Kyra Lewis is out for the next 12 months. Nikhil Alexander-Walker, not an asset. What assets do you actually have? to make these kind of trades. That's what y'all kind of have to look at, right? To make these trades, you got to have assets. I, you can say picks, that's fine, but picks can only get you somewhere. You have to have players. And the only players you really have right now are Herb, which is untouchable. BI, in my opinion, untouchable. JV, I mean, you, you just signed a two-year extension. I mean, you're not going to really move off of that right now. He's been so productive. Zion, you're not getting rid of Zion. Trey, like, who else can you package up right now? Like, there's not much we can do right now. So... I mean, that's probably why I'm sure he's asking, you know, who can we get? Like, I, we, I don't even think we get Ricky Rubio right now, to be honest with you, unless we give up a couple of first round. Like, this is tough right now. We're in a tough situation right now. So appreciate your comment uh, and question. Waptish at Harfagal. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. Sorry, though. I do a point guard for the Pelicans. Just talked about it. I think Ricky Rubio would be perfect, but I also love De'Aaron Fox. I know he's not much of a shooter, but he can be fixed. He's young. Uh, I love his speed. I love the way he attacks the rim. He can also create separation, what this team has been missing for for years. But once again, I don't know how you get uh, De'Aaron Fox. So I want to get to some of y'all's YouTube comments. Uh, Jamal, I do see this. Uh, That's a good point here. Cleveland's won 16 games. Yeah, I mean, Cleveland's hot. Also in the Eastern Conference. But yeah, I mean, they're playing They're playing pretty good right now. And listen, I'm not trying to make an excuse. I do think you have to get older. I think you have some young guys that are just not ready right now. They're not. Like, Nikhil Alexander-Walker... I'm, I'm not, I don't want to give up on him. He's just not there. Or, or maybe our expectations are a little too high for him. He's just not there. Um, but, you know, that's where we're at right now. When you're 8-21, and 21, there's not a lot of good things to talk about. So, once again, thanks for joining us. Uh, you can follow us at Propel's Talk on Twitter and Instagram. Thanks for all of our YouTube comments. That was awesome today. Um, if you ever have any questions, make sure to drop them in our DMs. We love featuring you all on the show and we'll probably be back later in the week. Pelicans have two days off, and they play Wednesday. Um, so hopefully get a win here. I, I mean, at this point, are you really rooting for wins or are you rooting for losses? I'll never root for lo- for losing, so I'm always going to be rooting for wins. But once again, thanks to our sponsors, Company Burger and DraftKings. Make sure to go follow Boo Crew Media as always. Follow us on Instagram or Twitter, and we're out of here. Take care.
this way. It was a finger roll of Eddie. <laughs> that, that, that's a dunk. 